Hi, everybody. This is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 156. We made it. It's now been four years exactly since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. Last show, I hoped to embrace acceptance of outcomes. Well, I guess be careful or grateful for what you wish for because I've had loads of opportunity this week to practice. Unfortunately for me, in addition to plantar fasciitis, I have another condition on the bottom of my feet that puts hiking again pretty far into my future. So while I hoped to be recording on the mountain, I'm back on the podcast rock at my local park. I so miss my time on the mountain, but to quote myself from day 96, disappointment isn't devastation, and I have so much to be thankful for. After our inspirational song snippet of Circle by Hartley, I'll share what it inspires me to be thankful for and to embrace in my life today. Take a step back, look around. Breathe in the air, let down your hair, just listen to the sound. The joy we shared with friends who care and all the things we've seen. Who would have ever thought when I started this show four long years ago that I would be here still talking about <laughs> compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips? Who knew? Like I've said many times, I did that to go on a diet. And well, I didn't exactly stay on a diet. I will report that I had to get weighed at the doctor the other day and I'm down 16 pounds from when I started this show. In fact, I've been down this same 16 pounds now for well over a year without being on a diet. So that's pretty cool. I'm happy about that. You know, as you get older, they say you put on one to two pounds a year. So by my math, that means I took off on average four pounds a year. So I guess it's all good. You never know where things are gonna end up. Well, I'm not the skinniest person in the world. I'm certainly not the largest. And I am able to remain active as best I can with my feet as they are. So I think that I do have a lot to be grateful for. This morning when I was meditating, I was listening to a meditation teacher who said, what's the first thing you do in the morning? Well, me, being the age I am, I thought, well, of course, it's run for the restroom. Isn't that the first thing most people do in the morning? Run to the restroom? And I kept waiting to see how that would lead into meditation and gratitude. But no, I had it wrong. His recommendation is the first thing we should do when we open our eyes is smile. What? Smile? Well, I guess I would have time to smile before I go run to the restroom. So... I gave it a try because did you know, BCs, that when we smile, not only does it take less muscles than when we frown, but if we have a smile on our face, 
it actually elevates our mood. It's like a natural antidepressant or a natural way to feel better when things are scary or down or whatever. And it's especially good when you are smiling for yourself. Now, I'm not talking about slap on this fake smile and, oh yeah, that didn't hurt my feelings when you said this or whatever, but it's actually smile to yourself and look around at something until you find something to smile about. Like we could practice right now this minute, okay? So just take a moment, even if you're listening in the car, and just smile. Now look around until you find something that suits your smile. Like for me, I see some birds in a tree and a squirrel is running around right now, kind of teasing these birds. And it reminds me of my cat, <laughs> Tiger and Gracie, how they kind of play with each other. And what do you know? It makes me feel a little bit better. I think that's really cool. Now this week, as I said in the opening, I've had a lot of things that have not gone exactly my way. And in the past, I would have let my compulsive mind kind of take over and run the negatives. That's my modus operandi, run the negatives. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, oh great, your feet aren't getting better. In fact, they're worse than we thought. Oh great, oh great. You wanted to be on the mountain for your fourth show, your fourth year anniversary, but you're not, you can't. Oh no, it's the end of the world. No, I can still do my fourth year anniversary show. Even if it is down here at the Podcast Rock, I still can walk. So that's great. There's some people who can't walk at all. So it's hard for me to walk. So I need a little help to walk easily these days. So I have to worry about orthotics or padding or bandages or things that I need to help me be a little more comfortable. And I need to be careful when I'm walking. And I need to ice my feet over and over and over and over and over and over. It feels like most of my life these days revolves around ice and where can I get ice and how much ice can I put into water bottles and roll along on my feet. That's just the reality. But I like to watch reruns of Survivor, so that gives me a good excuse. I'm not just being non-productive, I'm actually icing my feet according to the doctor's orders. I'm doing everything I can to get my fitness back. In addition, the good news is that while it's challenging to walk, I can still ride my bike. As long as I'm careful with how I wrap my feet and what I do, I can still do my bike riding. That's great. Unfortunately for Mark and me, it seems that we've been flip-flopping with health issues or things going on with us. So like the other day, Mark and I planned to go down to the river and ride some long mileage. And I was looking forward to that. I ate my breakfast thinking I was going to do that, <laughs> which means I ate more carbs than usual and ate according to doing a long distance bike ride. I go up to see Mark to get ready. And he says, sorry, hon, can't do it. What? Well, he got like a little back spasm going on. So it just wouldn't have made sense for him to go bike riding that day. The good news is it wasn't a major back thing that's putting him out of bike riding altogether forever. It just meant he couldn't go that day. Well, I wasn't too happy with that 
because I need to go bike riding because that's my main form of exercise and exercise helps me feel better. And also this bike race is coming up pretty quick. So I don't like to lose out on my training and my time in the saddle and getting a chance to improve my fitness level. So in the past, I might've, you know, soaked around quite a while and thought, poor me, and this isn't fair, and maybe add some chips and add in a little bit of ice cream with that because nothing beats my stress eating like a little bit of sweet with a little bit of salty, crunchy thing. But you know what? These robot aliens were not going to get to me this day. Uh, 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 uh. I kind of did like the meditation teacher said and embrace the smile. Where can I go myself to get a little bike ride in? And I thought, I know. I'll go to the Pasadena Rose Bowl because that's usually where Mark and I start when we're doing some hill work, when we're riding like three or four miles up the hill to Descanso Gardens and back and up and back and all that. But also, if you walk around the Pasadena Rose Bowl Road, that's pretty flat and it's just a little over three miles. So I thought, hmm, I could just do some laps around the Rose Bowl and I'll still get in my long distance work and it's a safe place for me to ride alone because there's plenty of people around there. Told Mark where I was, went for it, did a new mileage record. Yay, it worked out. So trying to smile in the face of challenges is a really useful tool. And I have to be a little bit honest too that I was pretty disappointed that more BCs did not send in some bravery for me so that I could redo Fianna's wonderful song that's for the Brave Companions. When Fianna and I wrote that song originally, it wasn't only for show 100. We had envisioned it as a feature whereby we could regularly, as new BCs came along, feature them and their bravery. So it was supposed to be kind of like a little touchstone of bravery that we could refer to time and time again. But again, to be honest, every time I float this balloon, it just hasn't flown. But I have to say, I refuse to be like my jerk boyfriend story from a few episodes ago and feel primarily disappointed in what I don't have. Instead, I'm going to choose to appreciate and be grateful for what's in front of me. And I appreciate that Josephine and Joe from the UK did send in some bravery and good thoughts for today's show. And I'm gonna play that as part of Afterthoughts today. From our studio in beautiful La Crescenta, it's time for Lori's Afterthoughts. What? Additional reflection on today's topic. First of all, Afterthoughts is a place for me to clarify my off-the-cuff comments and answer your questions and put in stuff I forgot to get to when I'm out recording in the wild. And after I edited my Embrace segment today, I was kind of like, well, part of it I was really happy with. I like the smile. I thought that was a really great tip, and I find that it's working for myself. 
The other part of me was like super scared to admit like how disappointed I was that I didn't get more input for the bravery song because that's really hard for me to ask people for things and not having much of a response to that request was kind of hard. But I didn't want to feel all pathetic by talking about it or saying, oh no. Because after all, just like I mentioned on the podcast, Rock, I'm happy to share the bravery and good wishes of BC's Josephine and Joe from the UK. Hi there, it's Joe from the UK. I just wanted to pop by and say four years. What an amazing achievement. And, and I love being a brave companion. I love all the stories from around the world and Laurie just keeps us all together. And I'm brave because I'm letting go of a lot of the baggage that has kept me back for years and years. Happy anniversary. This is Josephine. I live in Kansas and I'm brave because I haven't given up. I'm still trying. Bye. Oh my goodness, Josephine and Joe from the UK. Do you see me smiling? The music for you two is called Too Happy for Words because that is how I felt when I heard that sweet message. By the way, I'm going to smile and cross my fingers and hope one more time to create a new version of Fiona's Brave Companion song. This time I'll ask you to do it for my upcoming 59th, oh my goodness, birthday present. And I'm going to be super brave because I asked you guys to do it for the fourth anniversary and for whatever reason that didn't work out. So it means I am shaking in my shoes to ask again. But if you go on today's show notes, you're gonna see that I'm wearing the bravery tiara that wonderfully creative BC Suzanne made me for my 55th birthday. I'm wearing my bravery tiara and I'm gonna ask you one last time. So if you're willing and would like to participate in my birthday present and help create a new version of Fiona's Brave Companion song, please, 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 Send in your audio by March 9th, which is my actual 59th birthday. And when I get back from writing the Solvang Half Century, I'll put that new song together. You can read all the directions on the How to Send Audio page, but for now, I'm gonna tell you. Basically, use your phone, use the Bravery Hotline. However, just like you heard Joe and Josephine do, record your name or how you're known on the show even if you've never been on the show, just record your name or how you'd like to be known. Then generally where you're from, city, state, country, continent, planet Earth, whatever. And then why you are brave or why you like being a BC. And the music I use for my own afterthoughts comments today is called Celebration Time. Because however things turn out, I am proud of myself for sticking to my goal to learn about my own self and what's under my compulsive eating for four full years. We'll close out this version of Afterthoughts with Mark's inspirational quote that celebrates his word of the year. Hello, BCs. 
Lori asked me to do a quote, which I'm more than happy to do because I absolutely love quotes. I think they're the window to people's souls. Two of my favorite people to quote are Emerson and Eleanor Roosevelt. She's done so many great quotes, but here's one of my favorites. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That is why it is called the present. Well, you know what, what's so meaningful to me about these words? is because it actually kind of goes with my word for the year, appreciation. And tomorrow is a mystery, and the day is a gift. And that is why it's called the present. So to me, that says, appreciate today. Appreciate what we're given. It's a present. Just being here today is a present. I chose The Future is Bright as Mark's music as I felt it illustrated his positive message. BCs, if you are inspired like Mark by inspirational quotes, visit our quotes page on compulsiveovereatingdiary.com to read our list of great quotes and find out how to record your favorite. B.C. Josephine loved Mark's Word of the Year so much, she wrote these comments on our last show. Hi, Lori. Thank you for another wonderful show. I love hearing your thoughts and feelings, and I also love the afterthought segment. And since your Word of the Year is self-confidence, let me say that you sounded very self-confident when you said you'd pretty much nailed this one. And my heartfelt thank you for responding so kindly to what I shared. It means so much. I also loved the music, Deep Thoughts, that you picked just for me. It was perfect. And I loved your interview with Mark and learning his word for this year is appreciation. After hearing him explain why that's his word, I decided I would make it my second word of the year. Oh, I hope there's not a rule that you can only have one. Donnie? Mark, I appreciate you too. Loved your comments. I answered, laughing out loud. Oh, dear Josephine, what a delight you bring us. Mark so enjoyed your appreciation of his appreciation. I say, no rules about words that help your life. Thanks, too, for all your support for me and our fellow BCs. You are a light in the world. XOXO. Donnie also comments on the last show. Thanks for the giggles, Lori. At a time when my life is really hard, giggling is good. Sometimes the challenges seem like they just keep coming and keep coming. For some reason, I'm being tested. I'm working on withstanding these tests and keeping my sanity. I love all the little clips throughout the show. Donnie also then mentions her favorite quote, which I will not mention now, so she can record it. How about it, Donnie? Both Sue from the UK and Joe from the UK welcome our new BC, Martha from the UK. Sue writes, Hi, Martha. Welcome to this wonderful group. I'm so glad you found this podcast. I am from England, too, currently Yorkshire, but hoping to move to Scotland soon. I look forward to seeing more posts from you. XXXX. Joe writes, Hey, Martha, fellow UK-based BC in Bedfordshire, a long way south from Sue. Welcome to the most lovely community online, all guided and encouraged by Lori with Mark by her side. I binge listen to catch up. Enjoy your COD journey. 
XOXO. BC Dave also welcomed Martha and wrote this message for new BC Patty. Patty, welcome to the BCs. I too am hooked on Diet Coke and Rockstar's energy drinks. I know how difficult three weeks without can be. You are showing great strength and determination. Rock on. We believe in you and are here for you if you slip or fall. Dave also wrote many great examples of grace he's learned from his life and spiritual walk. I highly recommend giving it a read and I'll link to Dave's entire comment on today's show notes. BC Joe from the UK updates us on how her 2018 is going. Joe writes, Lori and the mighty BCs. Well, that was a challenging end to 2017 and start to 2018. Illness to finish and dental complications to start, plus getting a year older. I signed up to do yoga with Adrian. It's on YouTube, 30 days in a row, and missed a week due to recovering. The old me would say, stuff it, no point now, I'm a week behind and have failed. The new, kinder, and compassionate to myself me started where I left off once I was able to and continued as if nothing had interrupted the flow. The same with exercising every day commitment. I recognized I could not have exercised at all for those days and cut myself some slack. I have the same attitude to food at the moment. Last year, I lost an unhealthy amount of weight while on a diet. I was, however, quite ill, and this had contributed to the weight loss to some level. This messed with my mind. I saw skinny, but this actually was unhealthy and ill. So I came off my diet, undemonized all foods, and ate some weird stuff whilst figuring out what worked and what didn't work for me. I definitely put on weight. I needed to, and am not dieting at all. It feels alien. But I know this is what I need to do to get my mind and body back into a healthy place. Thanks to podcasts like these, I am hearing that there is a healthy alternative. Brave Josephine steps right up with this supportive comment for Joe. Hi, Joe. I hope your health continues to improve. And what I want to say is, well done to not giving up when you miss some days working out. I know how hard that is from personal experience. One thing about most all of the BCs that I have noticed is that we all want, desire, and crave perfection, but it's just not going to happen. I don't know what caused our brains to be wired this way, but they are, and it's hard to turn it off. I think what you are doing is absolutely right. Just get on with it rather than giving up and waiting to start again when I can do it perfectly. XOXO. Dave also commented about my photos of Descanso Gardens on day 154. Descanso Gardens looks like a great place for a disc golf course. Great pictures. Disc golf is BC Dave's and his wife BC Kathleen's new sport obsession, kind of like biking is for Mark and me. It looks to me like kind of playing frisbee with targets. And it reminded me of something, so I wrote this reply. I bet it would be an awesome place. Mark and I used to ride in a water park trail below JPL. And if memory serves, there was a disc golf course there. Now, it's been years since we rode that route, but it's cool to know someone who does this sport that we wondered about at the time, XOXO. Mark and I have a lot of riding memories lately as we've been training hardcore for the Solvang bike race. So Sue from the UK's quote and the story behind her quote really resonated with us. 
Hi, this is Sue from the UK. I've been thinking about the quote I chose, which was to do with courage and facing fear. Courage doesn't mean you don't get afraid. Courage means you don't let fear stop you. Bethany Hamilton This particularly spoke to me because quite a number of years ago I had a rather nasty bike accident and as a result I had to become even more terrified about riding a bike in traffic and riding in any situation where I didn't have much width as I tend to wobble a bit. My husband got several of us in the family electric bikes in the hope that this would help get me going again and enjoying the countryside. I got to a stage where I was happy enough if it was a cycle path where there were no other cars around, hopefully no people either, because I was a bit embarrassed about how well I started and stopped. On a cycle path, I managed to get to the stage where I could start off most of the time quite successfully. And the stopping was getting a little more elegant, and that's like I was going to throw myself over the handlebars. But during the October half-term break, we'd gone on a cycle path on holiday, and it was beside the river. Going along this towpath was absolutely fine where there was a bit of a grassy area between the towpath and the river itself. But there were times when there was nothing in the way of barrier between me and the water, and I remember getting really quite frightened about this and having to concentrate and will myself into keeping going. To cut a long story short, there were times on this bike ride when I got off and pushed because I was just too terrified about what was required. But the main point was that I'd actually tried in the first place and that at least some of the journey I was doing on my bike. And I think part of the point is that this is something I really am very scared about. And I'm taking the steps to recovery in small chunks of bits of I can cope with and managing small bits at a time. I don't expect to be able to get on this bike and cope with traffic, particularly in a busy town with things going past me and in confined spaces. That for me is not realistic. What I am hoping to be able to do is to ride along normal paths where there's not much around me, where I've got a chance to just judge how well I can handle the bike and maybe not too much going uphill or downhill because I like to feel a bit more in control. And gradually, I imagine that as I get more confident, I'll be able to cope with country lanes and a wee bit of traffic going past me without getting scared. Now, I'm referring back to this time when we were on holiday. I was doing okay uh, until I came to a bit where the path was even narrower than normal. And I'd stopped for some reason, I can't even remember why. But there was another cyclist coming in the opposite direction on this bit where there was no barrier between me and the river. And I just thought, no, I can't. And I just walked that bit. That is not a problem. I'd faced the idea that I was going to go on a bike ride and for the most part I did it. That to me is conquering fear and taking it one step at a time. Thank you. Sue's music is called Active Life. 
because Mark and I wish her all of the joy biking peacefully through lanes can give her. We also so relate to Sue's biking challenge since we have them too. Mark and I have been so proud of overcoming our challenges and moving forward, we put ourselves on the BC Bravery Sports Report. It's time for the BC Bravery Sports Report, where brave companions share their sports and fitness challenges, personal best, and awesome experiences, regardless of how many calories were burned. Wow, that is so cool. Both you and I have been out really working on our bicycle training for the Solvang 50 that's coming up. And so I thought it was really wonderful to hear about Sue's bike adventures. Oh, I, I, yes, I'm so proud of her. It's so hard to get back up on the bicycle after an accident. And there she is, she's out there doing her best and reconnecting with her bicycle. And, and that's very brave, very, very brave. The BCs know that I had a bike accident and it was kind of hard for me to get on the bike again, but I think they don't know that you also had a bad bike accident. Yeah, I did. I went through a car window and I had a, quite a long recovery. And quite frankly, to this day, it's scary for me to ride the bicycle sometimes and I'm very cautious, but I really enjoy riding, so I do it. Mark used to commute by bike to his work, because how far away do we live from where he used to work? Just a couple miles? Yeah, just like four miles. So Mark rode every day to work, and coming home, there was a dedicated bike path along our road, but a guy was parked along it and opened his door to get out of his car right in front of Mark, and that's how he managed to go through a car window. Yeah, they, the fire department said they'd never actually seen anybody my size go through a, a car window. So it was, it was quite the um, scary experience for me. And before that happened, you didn't really fear commuting every day by bike on a fairly busy road. Yeah, no, I thought I was invincible, I guess. I, that that kind of went away with uh, that accident. But, you know, you, you trade, as you get older, you trade, uh, you trade uh, things off. You, there's trade-offs. You, you know, if I still want to have fun on the bike, then I got to ride a bike, and it's it's a little more scary than it used to be. But I say I don't think either one of us goes in traffic, Sue, if we can help it. Though, if I need to be in traffic at this point in time, I can deal with it, but I don't enjoy it. And I'm kind of like Mark. Before my bad accident, I think I felt a little more you know, confident that I had the skill and the reflexes to avoid danger. But sometimes when you're bike riding, just like when you're driving in a car, things can happen. And getting back to Sue, I, I am just really impressed that uh, she's doing that because I kind of have a feeling how hard that is. We both do. And it's been tough for us this year because we haven't been training for a long bike race for quite some time. No, we, we, we've been like trying to stay in shape the best we can, but we haven't, we haven't attempted a 50 miler for a while. And to do 50 miles, you need to get some eyelage and time and get your butt toughened up and get your muscles toughened up. Yeah, believe it or not, it, it's it's the, the butt that is 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 the hardest thing. 
you know, because you're going to spend quite a few hours on that bike seat to do 50 miles, and, and you really got to get that, you got to get that butt tough. Both Mark and I have had health issues as well as the fires and just all kinds of things that have kept us from getting along in our training as fast as we wanted to. We've really just seemed like we've had obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. So we decided that we do belong on the Bravery Sports Report because this week we did a great milestone. We did 21 miles uh, with hills. And so that shows us, shows us that uh, we're contender to get that 50 mile done. This is the first time that I believed in my heart that we had a true shot at doing the 50 miler because it's just a month away for my 59th birthday. And I was saying, I thought it was cool because I realized I'm going to be 59 and I was born in 1959. So I'm hoping that 59.59 might be a lucky charm. Hey, it, it just might be a really good omen. So anyway, that's our thing. We're training, we're keeping at it, and we're proud of our progress, and we're really proud of you, Sue. Yes, I'm very proud of Sue. Great job. If you'd like to share your BC Bravery Sports Report, Call the Bravery Hotline, you speak pipe, or send audio of your story to Lori at CompulsiveOverEatingDiary.com. Remember, get out and have some fun. We'd love to hear about it. Our music this time was really on the nose. It's a fun song called Street Biking and I chose it to encourage us to be brave and keep on riding toward our bike goals. So BCs, if you'd like to encourage me to remain brave for my gulp 59th birthday bike race and bring the biggest smile ever to my poor old birthday face, please send in your recording of your name, where you are from and how you are brave for a new birthday version of Fiona's Brave Companion song by my actual birthday, March 9th, 2018. So until next time, take care and keep on smiling because I really, 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 really care. Take a step back, look around, breathe in the air, let down your hair, just listen.